Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Ellery. And this is a very special bonus episode of the Girls Gotta Read podcast called Page to Screen. Yes, Page to Screen, where we cover a book and a movie and we talk about both, but spoiler free. Yes. This week we are talking about Radium Girls by Kate Moore. And the subsequent movie starring Joey King. Yes, who she is from The Act, which is a uh, Hulu yeah, the, the true crime series about jo- Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yeah. Yeah. Did you she watch was, that? Yes. Yeah. I love Joey King. She's also from The Kissing Booth on I Netflix. loved her in The Kissing yeah. Booth. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You you said the act, but we, I mean, a lot of us know her from The Kissing Booth. That's where I knew her from originally. Yeah, for sure. But I wanted to sound more adult, so I said the act. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the synopsis. The Curries, which is relating to Madame Curie, newly discovered wonder drug shines bright in the otherwise dark years of the First World War, and hundreds of young girls toil amid the glowing dust of the radium dial factories until they begin to fall mysteriously ill. As the factories try to cover up the shocking secret, these determined shining girls suddenly find themselves embroiled in one of the biggest scandals of America's early 20th century. That's the perfect synopsis for this book. Oh, so do you like that? I like (laughs) So this story is so relevant to today because I still feel like we're fighting a, a similar battle to the one the women faced in the 1920s. Like a lot of times women aren't believed regardless of the circumstances that they're talking about. There's this like corporation feeding on the little guy still relevant today 100 years later so i loved this book yeah it was it was a really good book yeah it, there were parts that i was like tearing up a little bit honestly yeah the hard thing about doing this episode because it is non-fiction it's we can't totally promise a spoiler free because it's all true yeah. so you it's history <laughs> yeah so we're not spoiling the plot by like telling you about it um i also really liked this book um it's pretty highly rated yeah. Um, so on Goodreads, it has a 4.2 out of 5. On Amazon, it has a 4.6. And then an 88% Google score. Yeah, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Even though we've talked about the Google score is sometimes a little inflated. Right. <laughs> and then the movie has a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And then your favorite, uh, it has a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. And then an 81% Google score. So the the Google score there actually kind of matches Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like like Rotten Tomatoes for their movie scores. And then the Radium Girls movie specifically focuses on the New Jersey dial plant workers. um, But the book focuses on both the New Jersey plant and the Ottawa, Illinois plant as well. Right. Um, Do you want to get started with a little bit about the author? Yeah, yeah. So Kate Moore, the author of the book, she directed a play that was called These Shining Girls. And she was so enthralled by the story of these girls um, who were exposed to radium that she wanted to create this story and do the research as much as she can. She felt like all of the representation about the radium girls was focused more on the legal battles and the court case and the medical side and not about the lives that these girls led. And that was her main focus when writing this book was to give these girls a voice. I would say that's pretty true of most historical 
lookbacks. It, it doesn't usually focus on the people that were experiencing it. It more is, is like, what did we get from their experience? What did we learn? And I think this book does a wonderful job of including the women and showing us what we learned. Yeah, I agree. It also reads like fiction. It does. That's why I said the, the synopsis looks like a fiction right. synopsis book. Right. Or, you know, synopsis just in general. No, I agree. It it really feels like a fiction book. You feel like you're you can visualize these girls in their lives um, and at their jobs. So the author I thought did a really good job of making nonfiction incredibly readable. Did you in the copy that we both read? Did you see the little the pictures that she included? Yeah. Of women? Uh, when she would at the beginning when she would name them, I would flipping to the pictures and I was looking at them because. They're not just a name. I really wanted to see what these girls looked like. It's also fascinating to see how different people look a hundred years ago. Yeah, I so I didn't do. I wasn't like flipping back and mm-hmm. forth. But when I found the pictures, it made it that much more special. Yeah, it touched my heart. Yeah, yeah. I think the hardest part about this book was just the gravity of the corruption. So by giving these girls names and faces this author like really honored them she also went very in depth in their lives outside of the radium experience like the i have a quote from her when she talks about how she went to the towns that the girls lived in she went to their homes she interviewed their loved ones that were still around like she talked about how the one had a little dog like there was more than just this is her name this is her medical story. And I loved that because I think that's something that you kind of see in true crime podcasts too. You just see like the victim's name and what happened to them and that's it. And I think it's, it humanizes people more and it makes you connect more to them. Yeah. It's, it's a huge part of the story is that this, what this didn't just happen to a couple dozen women. I mean, these, these were people who lived lives who could have led longer lives and had happiness had they not, I mean, honest to God, they were basically murdered. Oh, I consider them, yeah, them being murdered. So. so this is a quote from Kate Moore, um, and she was interviewing, she was being interviewed by a journalist. Quote, what I really wanted to do was bring them to life. It's the story from their perspective. I went to the towns. I stood in front of Catherine Donahue's house. I walked to the studio where, uh, I walked to where the studio was to do her commute, as it were. The other books describe the story and what happened to them, but you didn't didn't know that Grace worked in a bank and was very intelligent. You don't know that Albina grieved because she lost all her children and wasn't able to have the family she wanted. You don't know that Ed, Edna had a little terrier dog, unquote. Yeah. So she really added in, like I said, the little the little facts about them, which I really loved. So I, I really like that she told this story in a different way than had been told before. She brought something new to the table that really honored the women yeah i haven't read any of the other like any of the other pieces or nonfiction works that she's kind of mentioned but i don't feel like i need to i think this book was really well researched from uh what i saw online in comparison so it's it's a really good book aside from just the women though i also found this book was incredibly educational on radium poisoning everything to do with the court case like it she did what the other books did Plus some. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Do you want me to give a little background on radium? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give us a little science section right now. So radium has a similar effect on our bodies as calcium does. And so sometimes the body 
thinks that radium is calcium and that's why it targets the bones. That's why the women's jaws would just like fall off or they would have issues with like their spinal cords, their hips, because once the radium would get in there, it would stay. Yeah. And then there would be the um, the beginning. It, it would increase your red blood cell count. So that's why you'd feel better at the time. That's why it was working as like a miracle cure. An elixir. An elixir. Yes. Um, but then later on, you're dying of radium poisoning. So it, it's not a cure-all long term, despite those like placebo effects at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So... When radium is ingested, 80% of it is excreted through urine or feces, but then it settles in the bones, the other 20%. Okay. So you have a one in five exposure rate, I guess. So specifically, these girls were hired by, it's the New Jersey Radium Company. Radium Dial. Radium Dial. And and the other one in... Um, that one is called Luminous Processes. Right. And they were painting radium onto the faces of clocks to help them glow in the dark, which was helpful for soldiers overseas in World War I um, so that they could tell the time in when it was dark trenches. outside. In the trenches. Yeah. The girls were, the, the specific tagline of the company was lip dip paint. So they were dipping the paintbrush and then putting it on their lip to get the tip of the paintbrush into a fine line so then they could paint the faces of these clocks easier. It's insanity when you think about the fact that they were physically ingesting the radium. And encouraged. people. The, in the book, it talks about your first day, that's what you learn. Yes. And they tried to do water, like instead of doing lip dip paint, they would you know dip it in water, but they wasted too much product. Which, again, shows greed, money. Yeah. The women were expendable. And I saw that, I also saw this when I was reading some research online. There were countries in Europe who were also using radium on clocks, but they were not using paintbrushes. They were using a tool that was, like, already fine-dipped, like a long stick. And they didn't need to lick the tip of it. I didn't see anything about uh, anything overseas. That's really interesting. Yeah, I think it was, I want to say Switzerland. Well... We're not going to put in what I think it was. I'll find what it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, so aside from being used to treat cancer, which was what happened when it was first discovered by the Curies. Radium. Radium. It was also a medicinal use to treat arthritis, tuberculosis, rheumatism, gout, and high blood pressure. Not to mention a beauty elixir. Yes. It would use used in makeup. There was radium water. That is so scary. Radium water, like, oh, right. Could not imagine that. I'm just glad that there's things like the FDA. Not that I really trust the FDA, but like, I'm hoping it's better (laughs) now. (laughs) Guess we'll find out. Well, yeah. And ultimately what these women did by, unfortunately, like when their lives were sacrificed, you know, to their job, when they won their court case, it ended up paving the way for modern-day OSHA standards, which is the Occupational Safety and Health Administration that covers workplace safety. When you think of, like, any kind of modern-day OSHA 
violations that have come out um, or anything like that against a certain company, you have these girls to thank for fighting as hard as... I mean, and they really fought to get their case heard and to get their justice. Um, They are the reason why we have workplace laws now. Yeah. It also had a big impact in the way the Manhattan Project was carried out, which I don't... I don't really want to speak to that too much because I don't I don't know a whole lot about the Manhattan Project, but very interesting to see the impacts are still being felt today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I even found uh, we are recording this podcast in May, um, and just yesterday OSHA cited the two di- a manufacturing facility and a maintenance contractor for that facility and found that workers were being exposed to inorganic arsenic up to 20 times above the allowable exposure limit. That just happened. They just were cited yesterday by OSHA, this company in the United States just cited them. And these girls are to thank for that. Yeah. The fact that like the workers now know that they're being exposed to that kind of toxin. Yeah. Aside from that, I don't know if you noticed at the end of the movie, they had the black screen with the quote on it Yeah, that said if you put a Geiger device, yes. which is the radium measurement tool, over their graves, it will be registering radium for a thousand years. Yeah. Well, now it's we only should been a hundred. Well, we should talk about <laughs> so, the movie. Yeah. So did you, did you like the movie? I know you're a little bit of a movie snob, as we talked about. What did you think? I liked the movie. I So the movie is about two characters it's really about the two girls the sisters the sisters but they are fictionalized Mm -hmm. they're not their their names are not the same as any of the actual women who were implicated um by this tragedy um in the 1920s but they are just like fictionalized characters who went through it um so that was like a little bit that was a little bit of a a negative for me because I, I think I would have liked it if it was more historical and if they had actually had some of the women's like Catherine Donahue or something like that. However, at the same time, I, I did love the movie. I loved the way the movie blended um, like vintage shots and like vintage like little segments with like more modern looking scenes. I love that because it, to me it read as this is still relevant a hundred years later yeah absolutely yeah and it it is relevant uh relevant because they just stopped doing this in the 1970s yeah. painting with radium on the front I of saw that it was used as like a, a like a sinus washout in the 1970s and i was like oh god yeah and the crazy the corruption runs so deep it's insane and that's why this is honestly like required reading you ha- you have to protect yourselves from the from these companies and their interests. And honest, even I mean, there's even this crazy thing about the judge during the court case. I'm not gonna spoil that, but you got to read the book. Um, it's so good. And if you want, you can watch the movie. Joey King was really good. She was. I actually do have a recommendation for you. This is a little bit of a whoop whoop surprise. I watched a documentary called Radium City that was released in 1987. I had a little bit of trouble finding it. I had heard about it and I found it on like Vimeo, which is like this little weird yeah. like, downloading website. It's interviews with the families of the Radium Girls and a Radium Girl herself. Oh, wow. You would love it if okay. you wanted something more historically accurate. They have photos from the plant. This one focuses on the Ottawa city. 
and it shows interviews of people that live in the town today, and they have, um, they're still dealing with the environmental effect, effects, and, like, kids have high rates of cancer, dogs don't live very long, like, it's still impacting this small town. And the one woman in it, she just, it, her interview, it, it was just like a gut punch to see this woman. She was like, my mom thought it was weird that I was having to put it in my mouth. But then when I told her how much I was making, my mom like was like, go to work. Which I think is important because I talked about the, this book with a coworker of mine. I recommended it to her because she loves history. And she was like, I would have never trusted that if I would have had to put it in my mouth. And I was like, if you were 16 and the money was really good, eh. <laughs> you know? And if your company continued to tell you that nothing was wrong. Yes. And if, if when things start, when you started to become ill, when you went to the doctor and they told you it was nothing to do with it, the entire country was using radium. Yeah. Also, it makes me think of Teflon. They were dumping the toxic, like this toxic chemical into the water supply of a young town, telling them that it was fine. And Teflon was like taking over the nation. It was in absolutely everything. It was in all the pans. It was everything. You were cooking with it, you know? So, once again, for money. Yeah. Yeah. Money money really drives this story, ultimately, because the women, they were racking up so much medical debt, and it was, like, bankrupting their families. And they just wanted their medical bills covered. And the corporation, like, didn't want to do that. Yeah, they were. And just deny, even, deny, deny. Yeah, they were even fighting them on the bills, saying not every medical bill is going to be paid. It's 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 unbelievable how poorly treated these women were, and I just it it really was en- enraging. Oh, the part where they the doctors were saying that they all died of syphilis pissed me off. You're referring to the doctor who was trying to convince them that instead of radium poisoning or what was radium poisoning that they were actually having syphilis yeah. when these young girls. We're not married, and we're not having any premarital sex. No, it was just dragging their name through the mud. Right, and the they were already dead, and and you're still trying to like slut shame them and keep them quiet by saying it's something that nobody wants to talk about at that point in time. Right, just horrid. Yeah, horrible for all of these young girls to be thinking that they have syphilis when they know in their heart that they don't. Yeah, it's ultimately a story of courage of going against what you know i mean it was hard enough being a woman in the 1920s with no real voice right so to to stand up against your employer and to go before court and and say that what is happening is wrong and you know it um it's the the girls are really cre- uh, courageous and i sounds like we both highly recommend the book and the movie i do i highly recommend the book and i think that everyone should watch the dramatized version the the radium girls movie with joey king but i also think that if you can find it you should watch that documentary that i mentioned you especially would like it yeah what's the name again radium city okay okay um it was it was very good uh the quality on it is a little harder because I did find it on like a sketchy website, but still worth it. Like you can hear <laughs> hear the interviews, and it and it was a, a different version of this story than the movie that we watched provided, which is why I wanted to watch it. Okay, yeah, the girls are worth the sketchy website. Oh, they are. So I'll go yeah. for well, it. Well, I mean, my iPad hasn't gotten any viruses yet, so nice. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, this has been a very successful bonus episode of Girls Gotta Read podcast. Make sure you uh, follow us on Instagram so you can know what we're going to read next. Our regularly scheduled episodes that are longer do go into spoilers. So read those books before they come out. Uh, If you like this book, go ahead and let us know or give us other suggestions for movies and books that we can read and watch. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.